Welcome to The Vow, Voice of Women. Our mission has always been about empowering women through the sharing of real-life stories. When women create a community through the journey of sharing, we gain empathy, forgiveness, and perspective. We encourage you to open your heart to receive today's story. I was getting ready this morning and listening to a podcast. I do that every morning. I mix it up. And I was thinking what I was going to talk about this morning on the mini podcast. And what really resonated with me was choosing kindness and having compassion to find joy. And joy is something that I try to find every day and I try to act upon every day. Every day is a joyous day, but there's little things in the day that, that bring me joy. And so I'm very conscious of this because joy is, is like a feeling that you get when it's like when you work out and when you, after your workout, it's like nothing can beat that feeling that you get. And so I pulled this up to see what the brain's really doing. And it says, we feel joy in our bodies because of the release of dopamine and serotonin. So just like when we work out. Two types of neurotransmitters in the brain. Both of these chemicals are heavily associated with happiness. And they said, in fact, people with clinical depression often have lower levels of serotonin. And so I think for me, there's 99% of the time, I'm actually really a happy person. Let's say (laughs) 97.5. But there are days where I get up and my, my attitude is grim, I have woo as me, and I, I realize in those moments that if my day is going to turn around, I have to snap out of it. And so I try to find the little things in life that bring me joy, even if I don't have, you know, that day I might have conflict that I'm going through with somebody. I might have to ask a client for a price reduction. I may have to talk to a friend about something that's been bothering me. I may have a family member who's been ill. And so I have to really dig out the good parts of the day. And I I believe that this is really relevant in today's society because of what we're going through coming out of this world pandemic, um, all the criticism that that you face based on your belief system, the fear of judgment of living in today's world. And so that really resonated with me in finding joy. And... I always think now too, when I'm posting, like what good will come out of this post that I'm sharing? Do people really care? And I've, I've really tried to be mindful because the couple times I've tried to post something that maybe isn't really even my opinion, but it's a particular topic and it doesn't resonate with someone you, you all, all the Matic had have this judgment, you know, be flashed before you on replies. And so now every, every time I post, I'm like, okay, I have to be really careful of what I post. And why is this coming back to choosing kindness and compassion to find joy? Because we, in today's society, we are so um, filled with other people's ideas because everybody has an opinion and everyone can voice it on social media. And for me, this some of the challenges I, I was having through COVID is um, this scarcity mindset or this living in fear mindset of um, 
you know, what is going on today in the world. And so I've really had to dig, dig deep and find joy. And I want to share with you a couple of situations. And I'm going to be really vulnerable here of things that I've gone through. And, you know, I, I've been very hesitant to share my views on this, but I was really scared to get the vaccination when it came out. And partially because I had almost died nine years ago of a pulmonary embolism. And my doctor wasn't even at the time really confident that I should get it. And so it instilled some fear in me on whether I should get it because there hadn't been tests and studies done of people with pulmonary embolisms. And I was so fearful, but a huge circle of our friends were very much, you know, you should get it, you should get it. And so it took me a little bit longer and I asked a lot of questions and I cried the entire time and I was really scared. And it, it wasn't that, you know, I didn't believe in the science. It wasn't that, you know, it was for me and my personal self and my previous health. It was like, well, what are the odds of me dying of COVID? And what are the odds of this vaccination affecting me in my heart? Because the pulmonary embolism I had actually got to my heart. I was hours away from dying. And so there was this real fear around that. And, you know, I, I felt judgment from others in, in some of our circle friends of like, you know, well, why, why is that even an issue, Tanya? Like, you, you shouldn't have any questions about it. And then, then it came down to vaccinating our children. And, and Chad and I made the choice not to vaccinate our daughters. And because we looked at the risk versus the reward. And for us, that was our choice. But we had a lot of friends that lined up to vaccinate their children. And, you know, I, I've heard both sides of the story of people chastising the other. Well, I can't believe they would or I can't believe they wouldn't. And this dream came to me and it was such a vivid dream. And it was right around all of this time when they were talking about possibly mandating it for our children. And I had I, I remember standing beside a woman and I don't know who the woman was and I was holding her hand and we were standing side by side and there was this like deep admiration for each other, a, maybe a mutual respect. And we were crying together, but we were crying for different reasons. We were crying. I was crying at the fear of having to put this into my child system without having very little knowledge of it being tested for many years and trusting the science. And she had the fear about not vaccinating her children and her child getting sick from COVID and being really sick and dying. And we stood there with tears streaming down our faces and we both fiercely loved our children. We desperately wanted to do the right thing for our children. We were just on opposite ends of the spectrum. And I woke up crying, like actually crying. And even talking about it now gets me emotional. And I'm like, why can't we have that type of compassion for, for the people that we care about in our lives? Like, but here we are, families are being torn apart. Families are torn apart. And we're sitting here with the judgment of each other's of each other instead of choosing kindness and compassion. And ever since that dream, I had so much compassion for other viewpoints, not just when it comes to vaccination, uh, when it comes to religion, when it comes to politics even, and I've always been very one-sided and I won't get into that, but it really opened up my view and I chose compassion for others who have different viewpoints instead of 
swirling judgment at them or thinking a certain way and trying to really ask questions. And even from my political viewpoints now, I really ask other questions. People who believe something else, I ask them questions. And I'm choosing kindness and I'm choosing compassion. And I'm realizing that that is bringing me so much more joy in my life because holding those, harboring those ill feelings towards someone who believes a different way or judging them is really, you carry a lot. It's like almost like putting on 10 pounds. And I feel so much lighter recently because now instead of walking in fear, I'm walking with um, compassion and love and trying to understand their viewpoint. And even if I don't agree with it, I have to respect it because it's their opinion. And so this is like a, a realization that I have come to for myself. And it's really, it's really allowed me to hold that joy on a daily basis. And I just find I'm so much happier because I'm not sitting on this, uh, harboring this resentment and this judgment against others, even if they don't believe what I believe in. And we are only in charge of ourselves. When you wake up in, morning, in the morning, you have a choice to make. You have the choice to be happy, to be angry, to live in fear. And I've, I choose joy. And I think because of that, I have all this dopamine and serotonin that's being released. And it's just, it's really impacted my life in a really positive way. And that dream is probably one of the most impactful dreams that I have ever had in my entire life. And so I hope that our, our world and our, our, you know, our culture can really start forgiving ourselves, maybe for being harsh to others in times of when we lived in fear. I hope that our world um, can really like forgive our families. And I've seen this tear so many families and friendships apart. And it's really sad to me. And something else that comes to mind in my family, my mother comes from a really big family. She's the oldest of 12. And we all have very different belief systems. And my mom is very close with her siblings. And I, I think because she's the oldest, sometimes I feel like she's the glue. And her and one of my aunts, they get together every year for, my aunt comes in and uh, stays with my mom for four or five days. And my mom goes and stays with my aunt and olds. And they have a very different belief system. And I remember my mom telling me early on, like a religious belief system, that they pray and they read the Bible, even though they're, they're you know, separate, separate beliefs, but they respect each other. And it's just not something that they talk about because they love each other so much and they're not going to ever convert each other to each other's belief system, but they have a mutual respect and love for each other. So I, I think when they meet, they actually, you know, they read their Bible separately in the morning. They probably have their own prayers but they come together and they watch TV and they play cards and they laugh and they reminisce about their childhood. And they've created this love bond out of joy, not out of fear. And it's such a beautiful example of other families that have different belief systems. And I think sometimes it's hard for people because people wanna be right in life. They wanna know that what they believe is the right way to believe and there's no other way to believe. And it's this beautiful example of, you know, a family coming together, even though their beliefs are different. And so I make an active choice every day that even though I may be faced with adversity 
and maybe not everyone is going to like you, that you have to love them and you have to find the joy in the situation and you have to find forgiveness for what we've just been through. So that was a little epiphany that came to me this morning that uh, was on my heart and I wanted to share with our listeners. And I hope you have a great day and I hope you find the joy in your day. Thank you for listening to The Vow, Voice of Women. We hope that this episode has inspired you. If you want more information on The Vow, visit our website at voiceofwomen.ca. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us spread the stories.